we finished um, the previous ch uh, chapter and now we're moving on to the next chapter. Abdul Ghani Abdul Wahid al Maqdisi Hafiz, he is speaking about in this chapter the Madhi, which is the preseminal fluid. The Madhi is it is fluid which is that comes out first of all. It comes out of the uh, front, male and female. It comes out from the front. But there is a desires involved. The person is a state of desire. But it comes out without two things, uh, three things, which is what differs it from the and uh, the many. The many and the wavi, uh, sorry, the many and the mavi. Many and the mavi. The difference between the two is the mavi, mavi, and the many. Both of them, they have one thing in common. They are both around desires. They're both desires. The mavi and the many. Whereas the mavi, the difference that it has to the many is that the mavi, which we're going to be speaking about here, the mavi, um, it comes out, but it uh, the person does not ejaculate, it meaning that the, the, the lubricant, the fluid that comes out, it doesn't jump, it just pours first. Second is, it doesn't have a feeling to it, a pleasure when it comes out. If pleasure doesn't, it doesn't connect with any pleasure. And the three is, the person doesn't feel any form of uh, that he's tired, where, it, where a person does when he. Um, uh, he gets um, uh, many comes out, many jumps, but it also what? It also uh, has uh, f uh, pleasure with it, and also the person does endure tiredness. But it's the mavi, the one that we're talking about in this session is called mavi with a da. And this is more for the women. More women have it more. It comes out of women more than it comes out of uh, men. Al hadithu, the al hadithu wal the twenty third hadith. عن علي بن أبي طالب بن علي بن أبي طالب سد كنت رجلا مذاء فاستحييت أن أسأل رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم لما كان ابنته مني فأمرت المقداد بن الأسود فسأله فقال يغسل ذكره ويتوضأ This hadith Bukhari narrated it in Two places in his Sahih, the first riwayah, the first riwayah. Bukhari narrated in Kitab al-Ilm, and he also narrated in Kitab al-Wudu', and in also Kitab al-Ghusl. Muslim narrated in Kitab al-Hayd, and the wording is wording of a Muslim. The second riwayah where it says, وَلِلْبُخَارِي يُغْسِلْ ذَكَرَكَ وَتَوَضَّأْ Bukhari narrated that hadith in, in Kitab al-Ghusl, in Kitab al-Ghusl, he narrated this. Imamuh. Al-Bukhari rahimahullah which is the wording tawadda tawadda waghsil dhakarak the second riwayah is the riwayah of who? Imam Muslim the third riwayah is the riwayah of Imam Muslim rahimahullah ta'ala and Imam Muslim narrated in kitabu al-hayd in kitabu al-hayd Zarkashi rahimahullah he mentions in his kitab al-Nukat that the riwayah of Imam Muslim it is one of the istidrakat it is one of the ahadith which Daraqutni weakened in Sahih Muslim 
and Darqutli, he said that in this chain of Sahih Muslim is in Qita, is disconnected. Is disconnected. He said it's what? Is disconnected? Naam. Because he's saying Mahramat did not hear from his father. And anyone who wants to go and see and research that issue, he can see it more in details. The narrator of this hadith is Ali ibn Abi Talib, the companion. Ali ibn Abi Talib, he is Amirul Mu'mineen. He was from the Khulafa al-Rashidin. And he is from the Awail al-Sabiqeen. He is from the early people who accepted Islam. وَأَحَدُ الْعَشَرَ الْمُبَشَّرِينَ بِالْجَنَّةِ And he is from one of the tens that were promised Jannah alive. His kunya was Abu al-Hasan. And his laqab, his nickname was Abu, Tur- Abu Turab. He and the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam are cousins. They're cousins. And he also is wasihruhu. And the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is also his father-in-law. The Prophet is also his father-in-law. His father, his mother, Ali ibn Abi Talib's mother, her name was Fatima binti Asad al-Hashimiyyah. She is from the Kibar al-Sahabiyyat. She is from the great noble companion, female companions or from the Muhajirat. Her father was one of the people that gave the Prophet sallallahu a victory. Alayhi salatu wasalam. He gave the Prophet a lot of support. Um, but he died upon shirk, her father. But he died upon shirk, her father. A lot of people have narrated from Ali ibn Abi Talib in whose number cannot be brought to a amount. And he narrated from the Prophet more than, more than 500 ahadith. He participated in all the battles except Tabuk. He didn't. Because the Prophet told him to stay in Medina and look after the women and the children in Medina. He took over the Khilafah for five years only. He, he stayed in Iraq and the Khawarij killed him. Sanata Arba'ina, the 40th year of the Hijriyyah. And that was the year of Amul Jama'ah, the year of unity that came between him and who? Muawiyah radiallahu ta'ala anhu. Ali ibn Abi Talib said in his hadith, Kuntu rajulan, I used to be a man, madda'an. I was a man who was madda'. Madda'. Madda'a is sighatul mubalagha. Sighatul mubalagha. What does that mean? Kathirul madhi. I was a person whose madhi was excessive. Sighatul mubalagha means when, you, when you're emphasizing something extremely. Meaning, he's trying to say that I, I was... I was one whose uh, who's, who's mevi, my pre-seminal uh, fluid was a lot. I mean, I used to have it a lot. That's what he means. Um, <coughs> and it normally comes out, it normally comes out when the thought comes to your mind. It normally comes out when the thought of a sexual intercourse comes to your mind. Or the person wants to have sexual inter- intimacy. Or even when a man plays with his wife. When a man plays with his wife and it comes out. And as I mentioned before, it comes out And it comes out from the place where the urine comes out from. Uh, he said, I was one who had that. I became shy. So Ali ibn Abi Talib was shy. And asked Rasulullah to ask the Messenger of Allah for the ruling regarding this. Why was he shy? لِمَكَانَتْ ابْنَتِهِ عَلَيْهِ مِنِّي Because of the 
the illa and the sabab, the reason why I never asked him this question regarding my, my pre-seminal fluid was because the illa and the sabab was I was one who was married to his daughter. I was married to the Prophet's daughter Fatima radiallahu ta'ala anha. And this matter pertains to what? Shahwa. It pertains to shahwa. So I, I, I felt shy to ask the Messenger regarding this matter. So what did he do? He said, فَأَمَرْتُ I ordered Al-Miqdad ibn Al-Aswad. I ordered Miqdad ibn Al-Aswad. Here, فَأَمَرْتُ doesn't mean I ordered him. It means طَلَبْتُ I asked him. I asked him. The word Amara can sometimes come as طَلَبَ. Requested. I requested from Miqdad ibn Al-Aswad. Miqdad ibn Al-Aswad, who is he? أَسْلَمَ قَدِيمًا He took Islam early. He was from the ones who done Wahajar al Hijratayni, he done the two Hijra to Mecca and Medina. And he also done the Hijra to um, Abyssinia to Medina. So he done the two Hijras. And he married Zuba'ata uh, binti Azwayr ibn Abdul Muttalib. And he also married, he also married Zuba'a Zubair ibn Abdul Muttalib. Zubair ibn Abdul Muttalib. Who was who? The Prophet's uncle. So, Zuba'a, the girl that Miqdad ibn Aswad married, was who? Was the Prophet's cousin. She was the Prophet's cousin, Zuba'a, binti Abdul Muttalib. Huh? Uh, binti Zubair, uh, binti Abdul Muttalib. And what's the Prophet's name? Muhammad ibn Abdullah ibn Abdul Muttalib. So they were cousins, Zuba'a. So Zubair married the Prophet's cousin. He participated in the Battle of Badr. And all of it. And also the conquest of Egypt. He was there. He died to Ufi Sanata Talatin wa Talatina. He died the year 303. Sorry, he died the year 33. And he was buried in Baqi' in Medina uh, Nabawi. In the Prophet's city. So he said, I requested if Miqdad can go and ask on my behalf. فَسَأَلَهُ Miqdad went and asked the messenger. And the Prophet, so the Prophet said to him, يَغْسِلُ ذَكَرَهُ He will wash his private part وَيَتَوَضَّ And he will do wudu. If you look at how the Prophet said it here, it is as though the Prophet said it in a statement. Ha. He will wash his private part. And he will. In English, in Arabic it doesn't say that. In Arabic it says, يَغْسِلُ ذَكَرَهُ Washes his private part. He washes his private part. وَيَتَوَضَّى And he does wudu. It basically isn't a statement. And this is what the ulama of usul call. And the ulama of balagha, they also call it. What do they call it? They call it, سِيَغُ The سِيغَ is in a form of what? سِيغَةُ khabar. It's in a form of statement. But it is in, in the intent from it is what? Insha'. Insha' means uh, a talab, a request, an order, a command. So the Sharia, the Prophet or Allah Taala, sometimes he mentions a matter in a statement, not commanding you or anything, but just like a statement. But the intent of, of it is what? It's an order. So here what we say is khabarun bima'an al-amr. So we say khabariyul lafum. The, the wording is khabariyun. It's khabari. Insha'iyun ma'na. But the meaning is insha. Insha is talab, su'al, uh, amar, which is here is a command. 
So what does that what does it mean? Even though it's, it's as a statement, it's basically saying, Wash your private parts and do wudu. So that's what the Prophet has said. So it's a command. Bukhari said, So Bukhari's wording actually shows what? That it's a command. And the Muslim says, Muslim, on the other hand, it says, So if, if you look at Muslim's wording, the command comes after the what? The statement. Which is what? Um, what does indah farjaka mean? Indah means to take water huh, and do this. Just take the water and just like that. Rush is to not, you don't have to put something on. Take water like that and just like that. Naam. Naam. That's what the Prophet said. Fiqh al hadith. The fiqh in the hadith. One, istamal al adab. To use manners and etiquette. وَمَحَاسِنُ الْعِبَارَاتِ And good wordings. فِي تَرْكِ الْمُوَاجَهَةِ بِمَا يُسْتَحْيَا مِنْهُ عُرْفًا To stay away from something which is by way of tradition or by the custom, it is something that people are shy of. Does that make sense? It's to use adab and good wordings in how you deal with what? With matters which are what? That amongst the custom, people are shy of. Where does that come from? Where's that fiqh? I mean, the Prophet the way he dealt with it. The way the Prophet dealt with it. He didn't say, dhakar is a very, very polite way of saying private part. The Prophet used words which were no vulgar speech. Two, al-isti'anatu bil-ukhuwa, seeking brotherhood and help and aid. If you need knowledge to be conveyed on your behalf or something. Two. The legislated shyness. The type of shyness, pay attention, that is legislated is the type of shyness huh, that won't stop you from what learning. Ali was shy. But he, he delegated the responsibility to somebody else to do it for him. Doesn't matter if he's shy. The type of shyness that is blameworthy and that is not praised is the type of shyness that you'll just stay at home and say, not ask anyone and be quiet about it. That is a, it's not a legislated shyness. So, um, the fourth one is Najasatul Madhi. The Madhi is a what? It's impure. Because the Prophet told you to wash your private part. Wajobu, the obligation of washing your private part from the, from the Madhi. The obligation and that it's mandatory to wash your private part from the Madhi. And the next point which is that it, and that it does not obligate or manda, it's not mandatory for you to have a bath from the Madhi. You don't have to. Because if it was would the Prophet have told us? And learn this qa'idah which is very important. تَأْخِيرُ الْبَيَانِ عَنْ وَقْتِ الْحَاجَةِ مَمْنُعُ فِي حَقِّ الرَّسُولِ Delaying. It's a principle you have to remember. Delaying. Clarifying a matter. When the need is there, is, is impossible. Huh? 
in the in regards to Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Does that make sense? Meaning it is impossible that the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam will not clarify a matter when there is a need for it to be clarified. So if he doesn't clarify or doesn't say anything about it, then that means it's, there's no relevance and there's no need for it. Father, Jameel. So the fact that the Prophet did not say have a bath and he chose not to speak about that, you, it's, it's, no, it's no evidence for it. Next point. The water is the only thing that purifies the madhi. Sand and stone does not take that place. The next point. That it, it, what does it do? It nullifies your wudu. Your wudu is out of the window. You don't have no wudu anymore. The next point. The person who, who's, whose madhi is excessive, meaning he, he always goes through a phase of having what? Pre-seminal fluid every time. He's not from those who are excused. Like a person who urinates on himself. He's not the same as that person. He's, he doesn't, he's not Ahlul A'adhar. A person who, always, who's, who can't hold his urine. He's not the same as him. Ah. Naam. The next point. Jawazul istinabati fil istiftar al-uzr. The permissibility of somebody else taking your position in a matter of fatwa for a for excuse, for a reason for a reason also we learn from this hadith qabulu the acceptance khabarul wahid one person's in news is accepted who's adal and istiqa which is that miqdad speech ali ibn talib accepted it and did not say who was there with you when when the prophet said this to you The next point is istihbab, that it's recommended husnul ushrati ma'al ashar. It is recommended to live good with your in-laws and have manners. Not to mention things that are pertaining to your intimate life. Nowadays you find in society, huh, the man hugs his wife in front of her father, her brothers, he holds her hand in the house, he hugs her, he touches her, it goes against the manners of Islam. Don't do that. Or to even have the audacity to even talk about it. Ar, ayat. It's not good. Naam. The next point. The virtue of the person who comes with shyness which is legislated. Because shyness does not bring except that which is good. This ruling is not specific to Ali bin Abi Talib radiallahu ta'ala anhu. It is for everyone who, say, who shares the same ruling as him or the same circumstances as him. The last point of the fiqh here is the delaying of the nadha to uh, sprinkle water. You delay it after you've rushed your private part. After you've washed the private, private part, you do the sprinkling. You do the sprinkling. Because of the hadith Imam Muslim narrated, the Prophet said, Tawadda, do your wudu first. When does the person do the wudu? After he's cleaned himself and he does the istinja and everything, then the Prophet said, Wadda farjaka, and then sprinkle your, your private part. There's one mas'ala which is ikhtilaf al-ulama regarding this matter to this hadith, which is, 
the scholars have a disagreement regarding is the whole genital, the whole private part, is all of it washed? Or is it the only place that it came out from? And that area? Or does the whole part have to be washed? <coughs> the strongest view in this matter is the madhab of the Hanabila is the strongest. And some of the Malikiya also believe it, which is to wash the whole of the private part. And the reason for that is as follows. That the hadith is clear on that. It says wash your private part. It didn't say wash some of your private part. It says, what's your private part? <coughs> and also is what? That the second reason is because the mevi, the mevi, and the many, they're both what? They have a lot in common. Or they've got something in common, correct? The many, what do you have to do? The many, many, many. You have to have your whole body washed, right? So that means your, even your private parts to be all washed, right? Does that make, does that make sense? So the Mevi shares that with it, which is that the private part, all of it should be washed with it. All the private part. Naam. <coughs>